In today's show, we're looking ahead to Thursday's action in the NBA. Mick Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. We're here to look at Thursday's action in the NBA, some streaming options and what I'm watching for in the five games. So let's crack in right now. The first game, big one, Warriors Bucks. Clay Thompson is going to play in this one. It is the back-to-back for the Golden State Warriors. Um, he will play in this one and not play on the Friday game against the Bulls. Unfortunately, Draymond Green will not play. And I don't expect Andre Iguodala to play front end back-to-back. Though It'll be him or Porter that sits out. That's what they've been doing all season. But we do want to watch Jordan Poole, whose last two games have been 24 and 22 minutes with Clay back. Um, it is trending hard downwards. He'll become an interesting stream for Friday when Clay sits out, but things are not looking great for Paul at the moment, and I do not believe that he is a must-roster player anymore. The other guy who it's trending down for at the moment is Andy Wiggins. The minutes are fine. like His minutes aren't changing. It's just with Clay Thompson around, his usage has dropped, and that's what happens when a bloke comes in and gets 36 usage, and you go from being the second option to being the third option. Um, not dropping Wiggins, <clears throat> of course, but the value is going to fall off. And I reckon there might be a stage when Clay is playing 30 a night that in a 10-team format, Wiggins isn't going to be worth holding. But I want to watch to see, again, the integration with him and Clay. It's been two games. But I want to see how that integration looks between those two guys. Or more importantly, how Wiggins goes. For the Bucks, they won't have, unfortunately. It looks like Drew Holiday. He's doubtful. George Hill is doubtful. And Grayson Allen still remains questionable coming back from COVID. They will have Giannis and Middleton and Connaughton and DiVincenzo and Matthews and those guys, but the absence of Holiday and Hill and maybe Allen means we'll get some more Jordan Nwora and maybe some more Wes Matthews. Matthews actually over the last week has been a top 100 fantasy player on the back of hitting like three threes a game. I wouldn't be considering him that sort of player or even, even really much of a stream option. There is some stream value there and it does improve, of course, if Grayson is out. Nwora, on the other hand, is a good stream option, especially if those three players do remain sidelined, Drew, George, and Grayson. And yeah, two of those guys are going to be out, and maybe Grayson's out as well. And Wara has been playing pretty well. He can be inconsistent, he can be inefficient, but there is an opportunity here for him again to put up some pretty solid numbers. The Clippers and the Pelicans is the next game, and of course, the Farmers Union, Amir Coffey, he's the bloke we want to watch, exceeded 75 minutes combined in the last two games. We don't know whether the Duck Luke Kennard will return, but we do feel pretty confident there'll be no Paul George. Actually, there will be no Paul George, and we know that. Hartenstein, Winslow, they'll, they'll be out. But if Kennard returns, how does that impact Coffee? Does Coffee still start? What happens with Mann, with Batum, with Bledsoe? So many interesting things here with the Pelicans, or the Clippers, sorry. Um, how does it impact Reggie Jackson, who's been pretty bad lately? Had a nice little stretch against the Nuggets in the second half, but other than that, not, not great. And then Marcus Morris, whose last two games have been poor. Despite good minutes against the Nuggets, he struggled. The minutes have been down in the two previous games to that. I think he is a must-hold player, and I'd like to see some of his production go back up, but it's been a little troubling the last two games. 
For the Pelicans, Herbalife Jones. The minutes for him are solid, and they will remain pretty solid until Zion returns. But we've seen that dip in those absolutely elite defensive numbers over the last couple of games. And I still worry that there'll be some shooting regression. He is still a 12-team league guy, but those top 40 numbers that he was putting up on the back of like two steals and two blocks on you know, 50% three-point shooting was always going to regress. And we've seen that start to happen now. Well, Jackson Hayes, he's got the backup minutes down. Interestingly, he's played 19 minutes in each of the last two games. That's, that's some decent chunk of playing time. In one of those games, that was playing a little bit alongside Jonas Valanciunas. Hayes doesn't do much apart from some efficient scoring and he can block some shots, but he does appear to have this role locked down now over Billy Hernan Gomez. He started with the role, he lost it to Billy, and he's got it back off Billy. That's good, especially if you have a top 10 pick from two years ago who can't beat eight Billy Hernan Gomez. actually happening. The Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Last game, Malik Beasley stepped it up. He had 18 points on six triples, but it's because Jalen Noel played a minute 49, and Noel had been outperforming Beasley in basically every single game. I don't know whether Noel is going to play at this stage. He is questionable. But if Noel is out, then Beasley becomes at least a stream option for his points and threes. Otherwise, he's been bad in nearly every game this year. Well, that's not fair. In a large chunk of games, Beasley has been poor. Jaden McDaniels back to the bench. Minutes still in, in the high 20s. Interestingly enough, though, they can go from 30 to 18 to 20 very quickly. He is only a stream sort of option versus being a must-roster player. Um, but on a low-volume five-game Thursday, McDaniels has some ability there to be an option for you on, on, in, this, uh, in this day. For the Grizzlies, a lot is going to depend in this one on the status of Steven Adams. Adams was questionable for last game and then ruled out. But if he is back, what does that mean for Brandon Clark and Kyle Anderson? Because one of those guys will lose out. Anderson's minutes have been a bit all over the place, 29 and 24 in the two games without Adams. One of those games is really good. One of them was not so good. And yeah, that impacts what Clark does because Clark played 16 minutes in the game that Anderson played 29. And then he played 26 when Anderson went down to 24. So it's hard to see both of those guys coexisting if Adams plays. In fact, it's hard that they didn't really even coexist even with Adams out in the last two games. They were you know, up, up and down, both of those players. I also want to watch DeAnthony Melton. Will they start Zaire Williams over him? I expect they will. Does Melton play under 20 minutes, which he has for the last two games, which is pretty wild to see Melton go from 21 and 23 when Dylan Brooks was playing to 19 and 12 when Dylan Brooks is out. The logic of that doesn't compute. Will that remain the way it is? Will Melton play 19 minutes again? Will he play 25 minutes? Really interested to see what the Grizzlies coaching staff do with the wave pool here in this game. But I don't need to tell you what you need to do with price picks because the one thing you need to do is check it out. So, Price Picks, if you don't know what it is, it's daily fantasy made easy, and I, I implore you, it's awesome. What you do is you just get players over under props, whether it's points or rebounds or assists. De'Anthony Melton, over under 10 points. They'll set the line, not me. And you go in there and you go, under. And then you get the next player, Kyle Anderson, over under, four assists. Over. You smoosh them together, up to five guys together in one entry, and you can win up to 10 times your entry fee. Simple as that. And it doesn't just have to be basketball. You can chuck multiple sports into one entry. So go to pricepicks.com. Use our code NBA and you get a 100% match deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's 100 smackaroos that you can get matched up to. Fantastic stuff. The app, super easy to use. It's won awards. Don't know what the awards are. They're probably pretty good ones though. So go and download that app. Get pricepicks going. Or just go to pricepicks.com. But when you do, make sure you use the code NBA. So go to pricepicks.com, use the code NBA, or download the app. 
Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. If you're not playing Price Picks, you honestly don't know what you're missing. I want to change that. All right, let's go to the next game. The Thunder and the Nets. The Thunder Nets. Um, Aaron Wigo Wiggins started last game. I don't really think that he is a 12-team league player. But on a day like this, there's only 10 teams playing. You can stream him in. I think his role is going to be relatively solid. His production will be up and down, though. The guy I'm really interested in watching is Darius Bezo Baisley. Because he is producing blocks at a really, really interesting rate. Rebounds at a solid rate. And last game, he actually played 29 minutes. Now, he shot 71% in that game, which is not real for him. But as a bloke that might get eight rebounds and two blocks, holy shit, that's really interesting. At least as a stream guy, there's something there for Bays. While for the Nets, it's a back-to-back for them. We don't know at this point whether Harden, Irving, or Claxton will play on Wednesday. But I'll tell you now, Irving won't play on Thursday. So if Harden is still going to be out, or if he plays Wednesday, maybe they sit him Thursday on a rest because of his knee. Maybe Durant sits against the Thunder. Cam Thomas, really interesting player. 28, 27, and 26 minutes the last three games from Tom. Um, Taking minutes away from James Johnson. Very intriguing. And then Pat Mills. Without Irving, he should see the minutes go back up. Now, he's been relatively inconsistent, but the minutes have been strong for uh, for Patty. And this is an opportunity without Kyrie to put up good numbers. The Blazers and the Nuggets. No CJ McCollum. No Damian Lillard. No Storm and Norman Powell unless things change. So Benny McLemore gets another opportunity to start, and we know he's going to take that opportunity to shoot. And he can hit five threes really easily and score 20 points. I think he did that exact thing last game. So he's got some really, really good stream value. And in, in the past, Yusuf Nurkic has had some troubles with Big Chungus Nikola Jokic. So I want to see how the troubles look for him against Jokic here. But with Larry Nance sidelined, Nurkic is playing more minutes. Nurkic has played um, in the last four games, 33, 31, 38, and 33 minutes. You know, you know I've been frustrated with the playing time of Nurkic all season, but it's here now. The minutes are here. I hope they continue. I hope you can actually put up a good game against Big Chungus. Well, for the Nuggets, Faku. Um, yeah, look, I think he's really struggling at the moment. He can put up numbers when he plays, but when he plays, the Nuggets don't play particularly well when he plays big minutes. So watching what his playing time looks like, their point guard situation is actually a disaster because Monty Morris is absolutely fine as a backup point guard. But as a starter, I don't know. I don't know what he is. So what's Compazzo's minutes look like? Can he be a stream option? Yeah. Well, Aaron Gordon was terrible and then really good last game. The reality lies somewhere in the middle for Gordo. So what does he bring here against a Portland team that does have some capable defenders in Covington and Little? out there on the wing. So we'll see what um, Gordo is able to bring to us. But BetOnline is able to bring us the greetings of a happy new betting year for 2022. BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports wagering action for 2022. So it's a new year. It's a new updated desktop site and a new updated mobile site. Go there, use our code LOCKEDON, make your deposit, and you get a 50% instant match deposit. Easy. BetOnline is a site and I've just gone one step too far in my read because I've meant to save from basketball to football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. There we go. That's much better. 
Let's look at some back-to-back -back streams. We're looking at the Grizzlies and we're looking at the Warriors. Understanding that Clay Thompson is not going to play in both of these games for the Warriors. Otto Porter is probably not going to play in both of these games for the Warriors. Andre Iguodala is probably not going to play in both of these games for the Warriors. So the Dr. Gary Payton gets a boost. Big minutes, I think, for Payton, at least across these two games. And Kevon Looney with Draymond Green out. Kevon Looney tends to do better when uh, Draymond is out because they don't play Draymond at center, quite obviously. So Looney's minutes go up. So both the Dr. Gary Payton and Kevon Looney have some back-to-back -back stream value here. For the Grizzlies, you know, your Kyle Andersons, your Brandon Clarks, if they're available, there's great value. But Tyus Jones, really good option who's available in a lot of spots for this back-to-back. -back. No Dylan Brooks, good option. And even Zaire Williams, who, mate, if he plays 25 minutes, that's 50 minutes for one ad. It's not a bad ad. Again, I'd prioritize Anderson. I'd prioritize Clark. I'd prioritize Melton personally over him. But Zaire or even a Johnny Concha could be an option here for you. We're just looking at Thursday's action. Some players that we can stream in. Nasir Little. Otto Porter, who I believe will play Thursday and sit Friday, but that's not confirmed. Gary Payton, Nico Batum, Kevon Looney, Amir Coffey, who I think is a, a guy to add anyway. Faku, Pat Connaughton, Eric Bledsoe, and Darius Baisley. Deeper leagues, consider all those names. Add these other ones onto the mix as well. Jermichael Green, Serge Barker, Benny McLemore, DeAndre Bembry, Dennis Smith Jr., Jeremiah Robinson-Earl, The Big Ragu, Dante DiVincenzo, Jackson Hayes, Zaire Williams, and Wes Matthews. And for points leagues, we're looking at Beverly, Little, Brandon Clark, DeAnthony Melton, Pat Mills, Kevon Looney, Monty Morris, Otto Porter, Darius Baisley, and the Farmers Union himself, Amir Coffee. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.